The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Wrestling Brain, happy Wednesday night, baby. It is a beautiful day to be hanging out with your boys, talking about the GD biz. It is twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. I'm your boy, the Zoobs. I am joined on the West Coast by my co-host, Mr. 50K. It's Josh Custodio in the place to be. We are joined together with the Brainiacs in the chat, having a great time here live. Twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. I say it again. In case you haven't joined us there, it's the best place to watch the show, the best way to interact with the show. We love you, Nasty Cassies. We love you, VOD Nation. But the real freaks, the Brainiacs, are here live every night. Interesting energy from the Zoobs to open up here. I felt like it was maybe a, a lower-key Zoobs right out the gate. And then he did the pull-away yell. And I was like, well, where are we going here? Which which Zoobs are we getting tonight? <laughs> this was uh, uh, a dichotomy. It was two guys at once. And just an example of what, what it is we do around here at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain every Wednesday night after dynamite every Monday morning for first contact we're chatting about the biz zoobs I'm very excited to dive into tonight's dynamite uh, a ton went on uh, some advancement that I think we really like uh, FTR the main characters of this episode <laughs> so ever? much to yeah. dive into yeah uh, great call about- about tonight's episode of course I'd love to ask everybody out the gate if you were here for the first time please consider hitting a follow uh, we love it when you do that. We're on the road to 2,000 Brainiacs around here. Let's get that number up. Uh, if you've been here a couple times and you think, you know, I'm sort of, I'm warm into these guys. Well, then I know you have Amazon Prime because you've bought something in the last year. And if you bought something, you have Amazon Prime. <laughs> and instead of giving that whole piece of the wallet to Jeff Bezos. He's already getting so much. Isn't he? Hasn't he doesn't he have enough? Do we not have too little? Is that the is that the problem, Josh? Do we, do we exude that we have that we have enough, you know? I think the problem was when those Twitch leaks came out and everybody realized True. we were multi-millionaires. Uh, Jay's Retro with the sub. That's nine months for that for, for Jay's Retro. Five-month streak. You'd love to see that. Nine months. That's enough time to have a baby right there. Thank you, Jay's it's Retro. And uh, yeah, Zoops, that is, you know, when you when you view it in that light, uh, pretty impressive. Now, what's the better use of time, you could ask? You know, re- <laughs> reproducing, you know, growing, growing new life or... Subscribing to Wrestling Brain. There's, there's I mean, sort of two... Wrestling Brain, you have to keep at it, right? I mean, pregnancy, you just sort of, once you're pregnant, it just sort of. You just do it. Yeah. you're just It's just eating and walking around, right? It, it's just, you have to do more of it. The Zoobs said it here first. Being pregnant <laughs> is easy. You heard it here first from the Zoobs. Uh, Zoobs, let's do what it is we do best around here. Hello to everyone in the chat, by the way. Chat popping tonight. Double X Real Second then pointing out that subbing to Wrestling Brain, Blaine, Brain, is much cheaper way than a cheaper way cheaper way cheaper score another one in wrestling braids column great call 
Hello, everybody. I hope you're well. I, I kind of feel like tonight might be a silly night. I'm feeling a little... Uh, I'm, I'm heading into a bachelor party weekend. Right. I'm off of a vacation weekend. I'm feeling sort of... Uh, tonight could go any direction. Right. And I had a first day at a job today. So I'm sort of like... Had to work for the first time in a while. But it's not really working. First day on a job, you just sort of like... You know, you're doing uh, safety modules and like listening to things, you know, not a lot of work. Would love to ask you more about that in the post-show show as far as you're willing to go. That's after we've done the whole thing. But now I believe the plugs are out of the way. Listen to the Zooms' baseball podcast, Less Than Jays. Sub to my Patreon.com slash J0SHC. And let's get into it. Let's ask the people. Let's ask the Brainiacs like we do every week off the top of the show on the scale of one to seven. One being the worst and seven being the best. What did you think of tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? Ups, downs, highs, lows. AEW proving to be the promo company, even when some of their best promos aren't promos. Mm. Where are the people? Tonight? Interesting way to say that. Um, Eric Harvin with a 6.5. You know he is always he's always honest. If he didn't like it, he would tell you. He, said best, you. he said best pace Dynamite in months. No enormous stuff, but no lull whatsoever. And then here's a 6.6 from him, a 5.5 from Sam Fellows, a jaunty 7 from Obi-Wan Kobashi. Seven. Our good, our buddy Will with a 6. Good friend Jake with a 5. Sixes from JS604, Ashton Kutcher, Kebsell, Jay's Retro, XX307 as well. Uh, Pace foul, 6.5. Jig 7. Loving it. Loved adding the best one on the roster and a killer show does it for me. Sixes from E Prime, Cadenza, no clue what this is. 6.5 from Tuck and Shay, 6. From Fruits Are Edible, six from Dennis Dirty Work, five and a half. Trillie McGinnis, six from Rusty Sheds. Uh, I went to the chiropractor, so I'm behind, says Big Mac 181. But the show, look at that. You talk about how you, how you do it. You, you start wow, the show late Big and you watch Mac. long with Wrestling Brain. Hartnell gets at the Coward, seven and a six from Sever One. So I would say I would say low six is probably your average there. As, as many sevens as there yeah. were. Yeah. A question for you, Zoobs. First of all, I hope for Big Mac that the chiropractor was good. I see that video on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen this guy. The big jack guy who does chiropractor to Rusev and other wrestlers. No, but that's awesome. Me, it'll, it'll set you fantasizing on a giant jack guy just reefing on your head. It looks like he's going to pull the thing off. It just feels like he's going to reef the head off like a Lego man. But, uh, but then it sort of loops all the way around to... Oh, that might feel incredible. So uh, great stuff there. Yeah, I think low sixes is the average there, which is maybe a little higher than I was expecting. Not necessarily sure. higher than it I would definitely have given is it. definitely is higher than I was expecting. For Where sure. are you on this one, the Zoobs? Um, you know what? It, it was not a lot to like dislike. So I think I think I not a lot lower than this. Maybe a five and a half. Um, okay. as opposed to, as opposed to a six, but but uh, again, FTR main charactership, a, a, a really needed acquisition, I think as well. Um, a ton of like solid wrestling. So maybe I get talked into a six over the course of the show. I'm going to start out here at 5.5 5. 5, though. Firm five for me, but I hope as we go through the show that I'm sort of brought up. I love the positivity. Scoots freaking This is getting me uh, into the game. So, uh, but I have an important question to ask here. I tonight was watching All Elite Wrestling by legal means. I was watching it on, uh, on the cable network here in Canada in which it airs. And on my feed, and I watched the show leading into it, the UFC fights, they were showing Habib versus Poirier. I watched the whole thing. They didn't play Dynamite's intro and the horrible music. It did not happen this way. Was this just on my end? Was the horrible music played? Do you think Do you think that's why every week you come in and extremely fired up and everyone else just sort of like shrugs it off because we have such a Canadian audience that is not hearing the song like you are? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta ask, does this happen every week? <laughs> in legal mode does this happen in america 
Is this the cause for passivity, like the Zoobs is saying? Because the song is outrageously bad. I don't think I saw it, says he. It was omitted this week, but it's usually played. Maybe that means the maybe that means the agenda is paid off. Maybe they're maybe they're retooling. If that's what they're doing, if they're saying the news means they're blowing up the song and throwing it in the garbage, then I'm in, baby. Instead, cult of personality. Plays us into tonight's dynamite taking place in South Carolina. CM Punk's out uh, in some black and blue hoodies, or uh, sorry, rather black and blue tights, which I saw people saying were evocative of uh, of the the thin blue line, the police gear. You, you got to give people more credit than that. Come on, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, thin blue line police gear. That's that's definitely for, for yeah, that's sure. What CM Punk's going for. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. What are we doing here? Come on. Tell him, Zoobs. He's got Larry on the hoodie again, his dog, who uh, at this point could run a successful merch company. I like this. I, I feel like uh, were I to ever have Spotlight, I'd be like, Midge on my, my jacket would be a lot of fun. I, I think that this is a, a fun piece of gear for him. He comes out to a big reaction, but he gets up on the apron, and he does the old school, I can't hear you, and this crowd comes alive for the 14-1, and one, JR tells us, CM Punk, and he's here. To take on Max Caster, uh, who says, I'll have you crap in your pants like a Z-Pack, which I thought was a, a pretty good line. Yeah. I, I, I the famous punch. Colt Cabana interview. You always wonder what the what, what Max's punch is going to be. Uh, and it sort of makes or breaks the rap. And I thought it was a good it, – it's a good shot to take because it's not even like really a, C, a shot at CM Punk. It's a shot that references right. CM Punk, right? It's sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he it's embarrassing for him, but it's not like his fault in a, in a way. You, you know, what I understand. So, yeah, I thought totally. I thought perfectly towed the line there. I think for him, which uh, everybody loves the acclaimed. Well, and while still being an interesting thing to bring up, like it does feel not untouchable, but you're you're in sore spot territory uh, when talking about the what is it, Doctor Chris Aman, uh situation. Hey, you got you got this big big pus ball. Hey, take a Z pack. So good line by uh, Mr. Caster. I must say, though, uh, this sort of led to my least favorite CM Punk match in a minute. Did you like this one? I, I didn't think it was a bad match by any stretch. Um, but certainly coming off the heels of last week's Dax Hardwood match, this this was nowhere near that league. I think um, – so, no, obviously, obviously when you talk about the leagues that he has put on matches in, you know, in AEW, the sort of the ranking of this is not going to be in the S or the A tier uh, by any measure. But – I thought it was sort of a nice idea of like it took a lot it like changed him to to have that dog collar match like it took a lot out of him and he sure. sort of has to get it, it, now that he's a little older it takes him a little longer to get the momentum going back uphill like he had that he had a very tough match uh, against Dax Harwood last week and now he's sort of like huffing and puffing a little bit against against a guy like Matt Caster who he's gonna, I mean he's gonna have a target on his back CM Punk's gonna have a target on his back every time he goes out because guys are looking to make their name. So I did sort of think it was serviceable in that way, especially him uh, pointing out the gray in his beard afterwards, so sort of tying that in together. Um, uh, yeah, your your influence on this show is out of the gate, immeasurable, immeasurable. <laughs> no, I'm is, just saying Punk is normalizing it. The music is gone, the gray in the beard is hip. Uh, but no, I, I think it goes to serve that. And maybe I'm being generous with my reading of how CM Punk is performing, but um, it's enough material for me to... Uh, draw that conclusion too, and as you often point out, these matches where you know, obviously, Max Caster is not going to beat CM Punk, um, still very entertaining. And I thought, I thought Max as a as a tag team wrestler step, stepping up with like the ultimate really singles challenge in the company right now, uh, I thought more than a more than a fine showing. 
And I do like this spot, CM Punk versus one half of a tag team, because a tag team member can take a loss, right? They are, they are a tag team wrestler without their partner there. Uh, this is not their field, but you can still look good in it. Uh, I just, I so look forward to the CM Punk portions of this show. Uh, and I thought, frankly, once the match was over and we got to just CM Punk, this really took off. I didn't hate this match or anything. I'm only saying that relative to where I normally see a punk can sort of be a measuring stick for where some guys are because I'm so in on one half of it. Max Caster didn't rise. Even Bobby Fish, right? Like, what, what do I care about Bobby Fish? But I liked the him and punk match quite a bit. Um, although I suppose I did like Bobby Fish tonight. So not the best example in the world. But sure. uh, I think you understand the spirit of what I'm saying. All I the do. Same. I do. I do. And I think there's a... Uh... I think there's a match later in the night where the guy sort of does take that step up in an unexpected way. And I think it does contrast with what you're saying here about, uh, about Max. See Suppa 55 pointing out a whole lot of pile drivers tonight. I was here for it. I have a big complaint about that tonight. Actually. Um, there were a lot of pile drivers in this show. Some of them. Excellent. I love punk the, I mean, but again, Brian Danielson did this also like you, neither of them have ever done this. And they did it on the same night. The pile driver immediately into a submission that's going to be quick tap makes all the sense in the world. Like, I like that a lot. However, when you have Tony Storm debuting on for maybe who's going to do a pile driver as the finish, maybe we don't have Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and John Moxley all do them before her. <laughs> tough. Yeah, tough times. But, but, you know, very cool. It's just, is it? Anyway, I love the, the idea of the pile driver into submission uh, for Brian and Punk was both uh, really greatly used here. I was wondering, though, Zoobs, during this match, maybe not exactly the most flattering thing to Max Caster, but uh, could Anthony Bowens be the A-side of the acclaimed? I love it. I, 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 and you will be able to chart my growth here on this. I really have come around on Anthony Bowens in a, in a strong yes, way. Have. Uh, I think he's awesome. The as good as the uh, Max raps and lines are when he grabs the mic and says the city name, the place goes crazy. Like he gets it that I know it's easy to do. It's easy pop, but like people want to cheer along with the acclaim in, in a huge part with that part of the show with with him getting on the mic and doing that very simple thing uh, and and delivers it in a hype way. And I think is very good in the in the ring and is sort of uh, yeah. I mean, he may just be the A side. He's definitely the in-ring A-side, right? But, I mean, that's so often how it goes. The the in-ring A-side is a little lacking in the promo and charisma side, and the, they have a partner who makes up for that. But I don't know. I could definitely see Anthony Bowens coming along in the years and outpacing Max Caster. The, I don't know. This sounds like some sort of big referendum on Max Caster. This is just my takeaway from this match. He's done plenty of moments that I like a bunch as well this year. Post-match, CM Punk, like you said, Zoobs, is fired up. Uh, Tony Schiavone asks... Uh, Hey, what did, what did, exactly did you mean by doing this last week? Uh, CM Punk appropriately shits all over that question and is like, Tony, what are you talking about? These people know what I mean. Uh, this crowd not making the best account of themselves here is it was about three different chants. Some people <laughs> getting it right of, he wants the belt. He wants the belt. That chant was in there, but it just sort of devolves into a CM Punk chant. Sure, yeah. I understand that that's going to happen, but assuredly cannot be the answer to the question. These guys know what it means when I say when I do this. This does not mean CM Punk, surely. Did it, it does leave it a little bit, uh, you know, opaque there. It, it's not it's putting the, a lot of faith in the crowd. For it's sure, it's not like a, you didn't have a predetermined chant that we've all been doing for weeks that he has to 
that he's hitting on here, hoping organically that people would either latch on to Hangman uh, or they would latch on to he wants the belt or uh, title shot or I don't know. He wants Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky, damn it. Well, that that would be unlikely. TNT, they start chanting. (laughs) Yeah, well, that would really. Can you imagine? It's just like Punk just like goes ghost white. Everybody is dying for the Punk Sky matchup, though. That's that yeah, true. and and that listen, there is, there is no secondary title. Agree with Jay's retro. Tough tough question to put it on the crowd. Uh, really enjoyed CM Punk's post match promo from here, though. He talks about the three things he's sure of that he's going to complete before he hangs up his boots. One zoobs, he's got a lot of grays in the beard. There's going to be a lot more grays. And actually, let me pause here and say, would you believe that I get asked if I dye my beard probably about once every two weeks? That's wild. Who would dye their beard and not their hair? <laughs> I do love that. that like they're asking it because the, the hair does not match the beard. Right. I, under, I, under, I understand. Who, yeah. But who on earth would like, surely you do the opposite. You got to respect it, the amount of work that people must think you're putting into this look every week. That's how, that's how put together you are. Yeah, that's me, baby. Put together. Um, anyway, he's going to have a lot more grays in his hair. His body's got a lot of scars, but there he's going to have a lot more scars. And three, he will be world's champion. And along the way, he uh, sort of cuts a split tree promo, which I appreciate. He doesn't sell that Paige is for sure going to win next week's match against Cole, even though he is. He says whichever Adam it is, and he gives reasons for both. Really like CM Punk here, broken record and whatever else. But I, I just thought... As he ramped up to fired up full on wrestling promo, I want the belt guy. It only got better and better. And even he cannot resist doing the baby. He simply, <laughs> it's too powerful. It's like the one ring. <laughs> I resist. <laughs> you, can't, I, yeah. you can't be out yeah. there and see it and know that you can just have it at any moment. Even without the Nazgul chasing me, I do not struggle <laughs> to end my sentences with Bay Bay. <laughs> Uh, Torque Vendor Lord say that it's a real curtain and drape situation. That is true. <laughs> that's, that's about accurate from our pal. Uh, Josh needs to show up one day wearing shoe polish black hair and beard. Yeah. Go look at a photo. I, man, I haven't had jet black hair since I'm 16. Uh, you go way back. Anyway. Uh, love this promo. I suspect this is going to lead to Hangman. I hope he is a bit more decidedly heel once the that gets announced. But uh, any chance of an Adam Cole win here leading to CM Punk? Cole? I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't do a lot for for either Cole versus Punk or like pretty shit way to sh- sort of shuffle Hangman off. Yeah, that I I totally agree, and especially without getting a a trilogy. Let's see what chat is saying. Bowen says the much higher ceiling of the two says sever one. There we go. Yeah, people like the Kyle Skull saying. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay. Like the Bowens uh, pace fall agreeing. Bowens is easily the A side. Kyle Skull 27 saying, Hey guys. Hey, Kyle Skull 27. Hey Kyle Skull, what's up, man? Or- I think your brother, Kyle Skull 26, was here earlier. <laughs> his younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Skull 26. Yeah. <laughs> From the Kyle Skulls family. That's, yeah, you got it. Too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Any- I was kind of expecting the chat to just explode with like, ha Yeah, the like Kyle Skull stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it might be confusing because, you know, yeah, I operate sort of up here sometimes. You yeah, know? I, I get it. You can't can't win them all. MJF and FTR are backstage giving a uh, reminiscent of Bullet Club. Pinnacle is okay. Promo. Uh, MJF explaining that uh, they're better off 
without the dead weight that they've cut recently. He and FTR and Sean Spears, not present, uh, are all on the same page. And they're going to go on a winning streak. Uh, FTR doing some great subtle acting here. I mean, great. I don't know. Good pro wrestling. <laughs> I don't mean subtly. Uh, I don't know about subtle either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know about great or not, subtle, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, great, great subtle wrestling within the framework of uh, AEW. It's like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah. You know, they would stand out as being ridiculous. Yeah, you're not being quite that, you dirty dog. Uh, but. Uh, they are not okay with the messaging that MJF is putting out there. They make it abundantly clear that, listen, Max, you're our friend. Max interrupts them. You know, we're family. Uh, hilarious. Uh, but Wardlow is our friend, too, and they don't want in between whatever's going on with these two guys. So uh, I really liked this. The FDR teasing the face turn that would be all but confirmed by Knight's End uh, to open up the show here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're our friend and Wardlow is our friend. We had so much good fun just, like, being dicks. <laughs> like, what is the... <laughs> Don't you just love helping each other to cheat to win all the time? Well, the, the fun we had being assholes. <laughs> it was great times being an asshole. Uh, but no, listen, obviously I'm into the uh, where we're going with this. And I thought um, very loud for this later on in the night, so... Um, glad to see that not only is that the direction I think we're going, but um, a run that I think they can do really well with. And I just sort yes. of like the, the them running, sort of refocusing and being like, let's let's be the best tag team in this division. And sort of going into the division matchups that we ask for every week is just give us the – if we're going to have tag team rank, rankings, just give us the tag team matches then to fill that out. And they sort of um, have taken that direction. And I think it, I think it serves them more than it, more than anything backstage will. I think them going out there and being the best tag teams is what serves them. Always. And I think tonight's show had a couple moments like that for a couple different people, uh, where it's like, just let them wrestle. Um, Wardlow is banned from the arena tonight. You can tell because there's about uh, two dozen, uh, last minute photocopied tape to the barricade. You know, you're, you're saying, you're, I was interested in this signage, you know, this guy is banned. But, but who sees things from that side? Make, sure, make sure you can see it from the inside. That's the... Yeah. I, if, if you are looking at that poster, it's too late. Yeah, exactly. You, right. you need that poster. It was, maybe there were more. I was just calling into question the ones they were focusing on. It's like, well, yeah. they're all here. It looks like a lot are here. I was wondering about it. Uh, before we move on, Zoobs, we must do our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Of course, keep it. Or th <laughs> wow. All over my words tonight. <clears throat> Pardon me. Keep it or kick it. Of course, the segment of the show, Zoobs, where I think of a prompt from the whole world of wrestling. And you, these Zoobs, and the Brainiacs in the chat must tell me if you want to keep that prompt, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you kick that prompt. It means you hate it, despise it, and you never want to see it again. Maddie Mac, would you mind showing the people the emotes in the bar, Zoobs? Do you understand the rules to keep it or kick it? I got it. I understand perfectly. That's why they call you these Zoobs. Yeah, that's why. FTR was teasing a face turn last week and continued it on this week's show. As a part of that tease, they debuted new gear on tonight's show. Leather shorts and leather vests. Very evocative of the NWO with the FTR logo printed in something as close as you could get to that without copyright infringement, I imagine, was the artistic direction they took there. But I must tell you, my Discord was split on this gear in a way that they are rarely split on anything. So, Zooms, I must come to you with the Brainiacs to settle this score. Keep it or kick it. 
FTR's new NWO inspired gear. Mm, interesting to see where the chat lands on this. Because it's almost two discussions, right, Zoobs? It's, it's, does the gear look good? And does the gear serve them as their turning face? And just as promised, just as promised, look at the split. Look at this. I bet you the Zoobs and I are not split. How about uh, here that? Come, here comes some keeps, rusty sheds. Okay. Ashton okay, the ship. keeps keeps coming through. Kicks firing back. Insane to want to kick this is Ashton Kutcher. That's that's how Ashton Kutcher, on both sides. That's how Ashton Kutcher always feels. They always they always feel like that the other option is complete insanity. It's sort of a, a theme to Ashton Kutcher's picks. Those those answers offend me on the Wednesday keep it or kick it. Mm. Like, oh, by far this one. It's like I put effort into writing these by far. But I love when people like our our own good friend Jake say, "Great one this week." Yeah, people don't understand. You understand, good friend Jake understands. Plenty of the, the brainiacs understand. You open this up to Twitter, it's you know you, you can get. Oh, well, you can't, you can't. It's not really a community, you know, not like we are. Zoops, let's run through them here. Eric Hartman with a kick, Kevsell with a keep, E Prime with a kick. Dennis Dirty Work with a keep. Jay's Retro with a kick. C Suppa 55 with a keep. Hey, my name is Will with a keep. Pacefall with a kick. Good friend Jake with a keep. Jay Iggs with a keep. Heartnote with a kick. Rusty Sheds with a keep. And thank you for the sub earlier, Rusty Sheds. I meant to come back to you. Subscribe with Prime. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Rusty Sheds. Ashton Kutcher with a keep. Obi Wan Kabashi with a keep. Sam Fells with a keep. Double X 307 with a keep. No clue what this is with a kick. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. With a keep. 65 keep 35 kick i'd say that's about right maybe maybe even 70 30 uh where do you where do you land on that bad boy i don't like it i don't like it either <laughs> uh, it, uh, not it, that i don't objectively it looked look cool yeah 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 you you of course get it i i just don't need people evoking the nwo it's not even that much more complex you know turn it it's just like AW has nothing to do with the NWO. Turning face has nothing to do with the NWO. There's a lot of room for FDR to get some cool new gear. I don't need them being like, oh, remember this? They're better than that to me. There you go. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it, saying it reminded them that they are gay as fuck. There you go. Uh, they did look good. There's no getting around that. Yeah, they did look cool. They looked cool. And if if for nobody's saying it might not be a regular thing, that could be for sure. Yeah, uh, that, that I think they are going to be a, uh, they're going to be a sort of not have a one sort of gear that they wear all the time. I think they're going to switch it up in that way. I hope they don't rotate through like only inspiration gear. You know how like a John G over there in NXT is like, oh, I'm Star Wars this month. I'm Iron Man mm, now. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No thanks. Now I'm Tinky Winky. That's not for me. That's not for me. That stuff. No. Although you did you did cry at the new Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you tweet that you cried? Didn't you send out a little tweet? You're like, I'm yeah. crying at, at Spidey? Yeah. Was well, there was, there was more than one of them, and that to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Not just because they re keep rebooting the thing. It's, it's, yeah, what's he got? If it was just two of them, would you cry? Well, anybody can do two. <laughs> <laughs> anybody can do two Spider-Man. Oh, uh, uh, good friend Jake saying that's all it is to me though. It looks cool, beginning and end to that thought. Yeah, that's totally fine. Everybody's got to take. 
we want we want the opinions right i don't care if you're right or wrong i'm here to be right <laughs> uh no but i i do mean that i i like to i, I the spirit of keep it or kick it is i want to see where people are at it's a temperature check it's not some sort of uh i have a lean it's like a where where, where are the people at i want right. a split thing and then i want a follow-up question that reveals uh, a greater narrative really giving the whole the notes away there really showing the showing how it's done Listen, so there are people on our Twitter mentions who get it. There are some home run, the all cap, the spaces, the number, the follow-up question, just home run. Even if I disagree, they just home run the follow-ups. We got some gooders there. Yeah. Jay Lethal versus John Moxley. Jay Lethal is out to a big reaction. Mox is out to an even bigger reaction. Uh, the wild thing out in a Blackpool Combat Club hoodie. Zoobs, I warned you. I warned you they weren't going to do good merch for this. I well, yeah, they don't do good merch for much. Mox makes it look cool. Yeah, well, they all. Yeah, Mox also I has a, a cool. Mox also has a shirt in the final four of uh, merch matchness. So, <laughs> Ashley Kutcher saying there's nothing wrong with crying at Spider Man. That's absolutely true. Tweeting, hey, I want everyone to know I cried at Spider Man is a different. We're talking about a different thing. We're talking about a different thing. Do you, do you, do tweet about all the things you're moved to tears to. <laughs> Because if not, I only read it as the only thing that has ever made me cry is Spider-Man. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking about two different things. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we got to can the, we got to can the, you the crying Spider-Man. People get upset. Ashton Kutcher sort of echoing a lot of what my, uh, a lot of what I saw the Twitter discourse and my discord to be. Why is Jay Lethal so over? He is undeniably uh, very over with these crowds. There's really nothing you can you can not like Jay Lethal. You want good and I matches. Don't. Yeah, it might be the, the continued good matches he keeps having. Uh, I'm not in line to cheer for him, but th there is a a disconnect I think between how people tweet about Jay Lethal and how the arenas are for Jay Lethal uh, because this match was very over again I, I actually didn't think he was that good in this match if i'm being honest like I, I thought the mox offense were my favorite parts of the match the enormous lariat the the cons i'm a sucker for the the miyahara style uh you go for the your finish everybody knows your finisher positions so you can tease it a bunch everybody knows the paradigm shift or the death rider depending where you are with that double arm ddt and mox really teasing it in this match like just going for it i like that sort of wrestling where it's like oh once i can really lock in this position it's over um but i like this match largely because of mox the rolling elbow that i think is a shared piece of offense that him and brian have both picked up on they both did it in their matches i thought they both did it excellently uh yeah i like this match i liked uh also i thought the, i thought the commentary did a good job picking this up as sort of the turning point the fulcrum of the match is sort of uh mox is able to bait him into a brawl right he's able he's able to he puts his hands behind his back and, and is like come on let's let's turn this into a brawl and like from there that's what that's what allows Mox to sort of get the upper hand and sort of yeah. take control of the match and, and win it his way, I thought um, was a really nice, like, active moment in the match that that sort of it, illustrates the difference in the two guys and, and sort of, um, yeah, they made it look like Lethal was on the level. I think this is sort of contrasted to the Max Caster uh, earlier in the night. And listen, we're talking about a, a very young guy and a, and a very seasoned veteran, but I, I thought... Um, Regardless of my feelings of 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 Jay Lethal, in the most part, I thought he did wrestle to that 
the, to the fact of like being at the level of Moxley. So it sort of felt like he believed that he belonged in that ring. I think it's something we use in sometimes in, in sports is sort of he believed that he was as good as Mox and it sort of sh- it showed in the way that he wrestled. I like that a lot, actually, the way you explain that, that like tonight is the night, even in a loss, you can look great. Uh, you see this in real combat sports all the time, right? The young, the young rookie is surging and tests himself against the champion. Everybody goes, oh, the champ's going to squash this guy. But the rookie can maybe take a round or two off of him or has a moment of, of making the, the champ look weak. And it's like, whoa, that, that parody, that, that level might act. You can be made even in a, a semi-one-sided loss. Uh, surviving in a good showing is worth something. And I did think you and commentary did a good job of putting that over. That said, I, I don't really know how I can have this complaint because I I liked this match and I loved Brian's match on this show. But I, it's sort of my complaint about AEW tag teams all over again. Like, why are these guys not wrestling in tag team matches? I don't know. Where is the Blackpool Combat Club tag match in the tag division with which they are a part of? Why are they here on on separate singles matches like this was uh i want to see these guys wrestle tag matches like that's this, what they are they got separate entrances yeah. will regal was out with uh brian and not mox i i thought presentation wise we could have done a little better here. is this one of those things where they because they've shot themselves in the foot with the rankings is they they can't have these guys go like six and oh in six weeks because then they don't then they're the only team that's won right, right? sort of like remember you, you pointed out the graphic a couple weeks ago and it was like i guess there are teams with worse records than two and one that aren't on here right and i think if you so as you sort point. of saw same thing with the 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 black throne guys it was like they, they they only really went two and one because if you give them too many matches all of a sudden you have to explain why they're not having title shots because you've engineered that as the way that things get decided in that division and i think we're seeing the fallout of that now is sort of these guys aren't getting the I, I agree with you i would have rather had them have a tag match and have the thing be that they are growing really rapidly and, and ripping through the standings and, and ftr is doing the same thing and sort of that, that both of those things happening at the same time and not coming to a head i think uh maybe i'm geez maybe that's too well, clever no, I, you're right because especially when you talk about like segments on the show right like you could have had a match that was five times longer than either of these and had the Brian and mock segments in one. And I think had a better result for it. This is a small complaint. I liked both these matches. I don't want to be the guy who's like looking for things to complain about, but it, it did strike me for whatever reason. Um, Important to point out what Sever one said here in the chat that uh, they thought that Jay lethal was actually a stronger performer in this match. Me saying that the mocks offense is probably showing of my mocks homerism because our Twitter timeline did seem more impressed with Jay lethal than mocks tonight, but uh, I can only tell you what I saw and the, the layered on the comeback and the teasing of the, the DDTs was uh, enough for me, Argentina. <laughs> a Marina Shafir video zoobs. Do you mind if I, do you mind if, I'm not trying to put this on you. I feel like maybe you don't have a ton to say about Marina Shafir. Is that fairish to say? Perfectly stated. Let me talk for a little bit about my relationship with Marina Shafir, if I can. Uh, Because Marina Shafir comes from the MMA for horsewomen that Ronda Rousey tried to put together over there. One of the most embarrassing cringe things a person could ever imagine. Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. Jessamine Duke, Marina Shafir. Now, Shayna Baszler at the time, a very accomplished MMA fighter and professionally trained catch-as-catch-can wrestler, so uh, can wrestle. Ronda Rousey, 
uh, again, MMA came over and had some success, but at the time it was like, okay, you're starting a, a faction. You don't know how to wrestle. Jessamine Duke, uh, atrocious MMA fighter and uh, a bad, bad pro wrestler. Tough. And then Marina Shafir, who you thought most naturally charismatic of the four, married to Roderick Strong, who, who presumably, you know, you, you get some access to training and whatnot that you might not otherwise, or at least th- that connection pipeline is helpful, I'm sure, to some degree. But I never really saw much, I don't think, in these four because I thought the idea of doing a four horse women and then she comes into New York and she's trying to be like, oh, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, and Bailey want to call themselves the four horse women. It's like, hey, they, they have Charlotte Flair. Does that, does that, that, that seem like that might be the difference? Maker? Anyway, I have maybe a negative starting point with Marina Shafir. But I thought the presentation tonight sort of steering into her being a, a bit of a closer to a Serena Deeb type shooter than any of the more sort of personality driven acts on the women's roster. We find out that she's going to get a substantial spot later on in the show. We'll talk about it. What do you think about the presentation of Marina Shafir so far, who they obviously have big, you know, they're giving her about as good of a enter to television as you could possibly hope for. I think this coupled with a couple other things that we saw tonight uh, what the women's division needs is depth. That's, if you could put one word as to what they need is, is they need a lot of different matchups that they can reliably go to. And I am in favor of somebody else getting a shot. We've, we, for the last couple weeks, um, last couple weeks to a month, I would say, we sort of had Layla Hirsch in a very similar role where she was the legit uh, sort of maybe no charisma, but like a, a, a total in-ring thing that you were supposed to, um, you know, we were supposed to buy into. And I think they're they're going to continue trying to uh, find that that slot on the card for somebody. I think they believe that that type is something they can use, and I think uh, I'm going to give her a shot because I don't really I don't have the I don't have the bad taste in the mouth that that you do. And I also just you explaining it there. I sort of I have space if, as a fan for somebody that sort of like it's easy to not be uh, when wrestling is it doesn't seem like it's your only sort of shot at at becoming something. Mm. It's easy to take that for granted and sort of not do it well. But then to sort of as you said be married to a wrestler and sort of be around it and sort of maybe see this as like an opportunity to really uh, grasp a life a little later on in your yeah. life when you're a little more mature, you're a little more grown up and you're a little more ready to handle it. Uh, I'm going to give her, I'm going to let her have, have a shot here. You Why know not? how to speak to me, Zeus. Why not? I think you, you spiritually understand uh, when, when, you know, that, that's a great way of putting it. I think you were basically saying she's chasing glory. And she, uh, she might, she, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. I think uh, this Tony Storm, uh, this is the, this is big for the division and sort of the, the depth you want to continue to to build it and sort of the same with the way we've seen Statlander elevated. I think you want to continue, um, you know, something that's been a lot of the cause of the men's side of this show being so good is they just went out and amassed a lot of talent. They, they sort of laid the bedrock with that first year yeah. of really good matches. And then the, now this year they've added so much talent that um, the depth allows you to sort of, Kenny is not around for a long time and, and, and Mox wasn't around for a long time and sort of these people can shuffle in and out. And I think the women's division needs that. We've already seen them sort of cool considerably on Ruby riot, sort of how much we see her around. Sure. Um, they leaned on Brit for a really long time. So I think you, you want to be able to shift people in and out and have it still be feel top level and still feel uh, believable. So I think the two additions tonight, and I'm counting Shafir as an addition for me, because it's the first time I've seen her on the show. Uh, I think it it has some real weight and some real value. 
Love that. Uh, supporting you here, Zoobs. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Saying uh, her blood spat, blood sport match ruled. Uh, I'll plug that tomorrow. Uh, Josh Barnett's blood sport eight, I believe. Um, some great matchups going. Yeah, it's on fucking that. WrestleMania week. <laughs> By the yeah, way, who knew? <laughs> yeah, who knew? Uh, what? What? Do you, let's. I'd like to talk about that in the post show show if we can, Zoobs. Because uh, I will be taking in some WrestleMania content. I almost even gonna pitch. Uh, if I don't do, if we don't do a WrestleMania night two review on here. I'll do it behind my paywall. I'm going to watch the second night. I'll be back from a bachelor party hungover. I'm going to watch night two of WrestleMania, Brock and Roman. So either here or the Patreon, I'll do some sort of uh, coverage. You'll probably be watching, right? No idea. Very good chance not. Maybe Sunday. Sunday, Sunday maybe. Saturday, almost no chance. Uh, Dennis Dirtyworks saying, not just depth. The women need more TV time. Uh, I agree on whole. We couldn't really complain about that tonight. Uh, they were what, four segments women's division maybe yeah. eight men's that feels like about the, the appropriate balance when you consider the roster to me yeah and the the depth allows you to sort of justify the tv time a little bit better when you sort of you, that for you sure have too. more people to cycle through you have more not that, not that they've done a you know commendable job in any way and that sort of the the split but there hasn't been a ton of of you know we, we've seen the layla hirsch and statlander stuff sort of come through and it didn't really grab on because it was it sort of was missing a level of gravity. Yeah. And I think you want to be able to build as many of those segments as you can. And that's sort of where the depth comes into play. So I'm optimistic. I'm opt- and I think the tournament's going to help a lot, too. It, it did last year with with the influx of talent they had from that's overseas. True. I think it, it helped build out at the, that time. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to the tournament for that. Obi-Wan Kabashi and Dennis or sorry, and uh, Ashley Kutcher both pointing out that uh, or sorry, and Jay Iggs pointing out all of them. That Shafir's been on uh, AW Dark and has been improving. So uh, good stuff. Good to hear. Anyway, thought that was interesting. FTR versus the Gunk Lub. MJF follows them out. He's on commentary for this. Um, what do you think of this match? I mean, it's a heavy angle uh, in the middle of it. But before we get to the Wardlow entrance of this, I was enjoying uh, this Gun Club versus FTR match. Was, or were you liking how this was clicking? Boy, Dax looked pretty badass in this one. Eh? They, they let him have, him have some real moments. He really shined. This is they're, they're, They really did sort of shine in the role that we love in the men. I, I thought it was textbook why people like FTR so much uh, yes. th- this evening. Go out there and have your best match with these guys. Yeah, exactly right. Um yeah, as somebody that has been quietly gun club pilled and uh, a loud and proud FTR guy, I thought uh, I enjoyed it. It's, it's probably the most I enjoyed the, any part of the evening, I think. Yeah, really, really enjoyed this as well. Uh, in the middle of with FTR wrestling, like full on baby faces, by the way, uh, suckets to the opponents, feeding to the crowd. Very fun stuff. Uh, Wardlow is out from the back and he has entered. And uh, Zoobs, <laughs> I like Wardlow and I liked this entrance. I must say, though, uh, the Goldberg version of his chant felt weirdly appropriate. My, my guy was pretty reckless throwing some uh, people around here. <laughs> Taking people down the stairs. Yeah. The the first guy goes four <laughs> feet into the wall. The one guy goes into the <laughs> legs of the table, uh, the, the, down the stairs. Wardlow was, uh, whoever's coaching him, maybe I appreciate it. It was very old school, maybe I'll say. It's like, it was Undertaker's so You don't got to give much, brother. You're, you're you're a big man. It was yeah. he wasn't given much. I could tell he was well, maybe he was given a lot, but but depends which side of it you were on. Uh, but he's here. He wants to murder MJF. MJF just sitting there. Could security do their job? Uh, I really enjoyed this Wardlow entrance zoom. Did he come across as a star to you here? 
Yeah, I love that's something they've done. They've done well uh, numerous times. They don't go to it too often, but they don't. They do this so well. Is the the living world that he like his entrance is right. not just walking out. His entrance is they catch him in the hallway and he power bombs a guy, and you're almost like, did they film this already? And then you like he turns the corner and he's in the arena, and you're just like, god damn. Uh, they make that they make that that shot is put together so well. It it really makes the whole building feel like it's breathing and living. Uh, I I think uh, really adds to it. They've done it a couple times with with street fights and things that spill over and uh, right. spill out. But um, I think uh, I mean it happened again on this show later tonight. But I'm struggling to think of another example before this for some reason. Uh, the Jericho's gang used to do Inner Circle used to do this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah. No. I, I thought it. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, effective. And boy, M- MJF's th- th- that work he's put in is has gotten <laughs> Wardlow and now FTR as well. Like just massive, massive. FTR was on the way there anyway, but like he's at the end helping out. Like he's just given so much to this group. It's it's incredible. The Pinnacles going to serve. Everyone's going to be way more over than when they came in. We're even walking away from it being like, I like Spears too. Like, right. Like they, they really, man. it's really pretty impeccable as this night is sort of like, obviously the, the swan song of the, of the Pinnacle. It is sort of crazy to look at and be like, he it really did work in service of absolutely every single person. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, MJF, obviously a special talent, but it's nice to see it. We talked about his and Punk's feud being in service of others. This, of course, the pinnacle, clearly in service of others. Really enjoyed this. Man, I loved this moment here. When the crowd knows their role, they're cheering FTR, FTR. And they, they, they're they begging these guys to turn on MJF. MJF raises their hands and FTR is basically looking away, shunned from it. Uh, loved this moment, loved this map, thought this whole, this whole body, uh, it was sort of reminding me of something out of ECW, to be honest. It was a couple things spilling together, but started out with a good match. Uh, enjoyed everything about this a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. FDR as, FDR as main characters tonight, uh, I thought well earned and well executed. Zoobs, before we get to our second keep it or kick it of the evening tonight, I would like to remind people, tonight is the finals of our merch matchness tournament. <sighs> True. Uh, our tournament to find the worst t-shirt in professional wrestling comes to a close tonight. I'm, I'm sad to see it go. I am sad to see it go. Uh, but it is going tonight. We will find, we have found out, you will be choosing what is the worst t-shirt in pro wrestling. So stay tuned for that after the review. Zoops, with that, let's get into our second keep it or kick it of the evening, if you don't mind. Zoops, you there said you had been a little bit gun club pilled. If I'm to believe uh, my Discord, our Twitter timeline, our friends, you are not alone. I think the gun club has sort of won people over over time, which is nice to see, especially with the attachment to Billy Gunn, who I think people thought we were just a little fatigued of that, that age of manager being on television for a while, which is thinned out. But Zoops, how much have they improved? How much have they won you and the Brainiacs over? With this keep it or kick it, Zoobs, we're going to find out. Keep it or kick it. Before they leave the company or retire, Gun Club will hold the AEW Tag Team World Championships. <laughs> Gun Club tag title. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell me. Our wonderful, our wonderful Gun Club. Uh, 
it's so funny. I was playing the clips there while you were talking and, and th- watching through the match. You're they're doing the the absolute the bang bang suck it taunts, uh, the absolute obnoxious, and then like it, it hits you like it's it's Billy Gunn's son. <laughs> like it's so funny. <laughs> yes. it's like, of course, of course, that's what he's doing. He's that's Billy Gunn's son. Like what else would Billy Gunn's son do in a match? But well, he that. looks like Billy Gunn. <laughs> like, it's a, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, Gun Club, Gun Club, and uh, Acclaimed. I've really, I've really, I think in the last uh, three to six months, I think have have really sort of that tag division that we talk about so much. They've really risen out as guys that are dependably entertaining when they're when they're involved in stuff. Zoobs, tell me if you like, and we're gonna get to the keep it or kick it results in a moment here. Actually, no, let's do this. Then I'm gonna ask you what I was gonna ask you about Gun Club. What's the chat saying here, Zoobs? Do they think they're gonna hold the titles? It's pretty split, man. I think uh, I think you got it pretty split. So it's keeps from Jay's Retro, Eric Hartman, Kevsell, Jay Iggs, kicks from Will, uh, good friend Jay, Torpen and Lauren Dennis, Dirty Works. That's even. Then two more keeps and two more kicks from Cadenza, Pace Foul, E Prime, C Suppa. Then a, you know, a ki- three kicks and a keep. So we're just out, just keep, just so just, just, just. I would say 60 40 kick over keep. Pretty split. Pretty split. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think that's a team that needs to win the tag team championships. One of them might win like some gold. They might push one one day, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, love that segment. Thank you, Gun Club, FTR, MJF, Wardlow, and let's be honest, CM Punk. Uh, after what you're saying, classically. Check this out. It would be insane to choose kick on this. I just did. As a as a, as a bit. I think that's Am a, I insane? It was a bit this time. I might be going I might be going crazy. Oh, he was doing a bit. Okay. Yeah. That was a good that was a good bit. He got he, me too. Yeah. Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs promo. Uh this is the living embodiment of the famous big E line of big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, besides maybe Shingo Tagaji versus Jeff Cobb from uh, Wrestle Kingdom two years ago. That was, wow, that was a couple big bags. Anyway, um, this match, no one's going to, I know that I'm speaking out of two sides of my mouth. Rampage has to be more important to Anthony about to say, Keith Lee versus Powerhouse Hobbs should be happening on Dynamite. That, this, shouldn't, this match shouldn't be happening on Friday night. I know it's been built over there, but this, this match deserves the, the spotlight. I'm ready for Keith Lee. To wrestle on Dynamite and Powerhouse Hobbs felt like a good time to do it, but it's not happening. It's happening this Friday on Rampage. It has a big match feel to me. Zoom's so about to lunch. Is it good to build matches to Rampage or uh, or should this get to the Dynamite treatment? Pa 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 Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Man, I I love that addition. Just the just the pa pa pa. I love it. I was like, yeah, I fucking love Powerhouse. Uh, I would obviously love for this to be on 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 Dynamite, but this is this is seek it out anyway territory for me um maybe it's just because I, I should also mention this is going on opposite of Supercard of honor right right uh which both of which i'll be missing because i'm at a bachelor party but uh, i actually think Supercard looks really good this friday i'd be watching it if i was able to i think it's i think it uh you're absolutely right and then it should be it needs to be important and also it should be on dynamite I, it does this is rampages team taz's show team taz does run friday nights you can't yeah okay you can't deny it they run friday nights josh I'm not here to deny it. No. I was just asking. Why not put the Mox match on Rampage and this on Dynamite? Yeah, that works for me. 
And it's not like it's a crowd thing. Like they're, they're filmed at the same place. Like the, the in-house people are going to see these guys. It's not like a raw SmackDown brand split thing. The Jericho Appreciation Society is backstage. Jericho doesn't call himself the influencer because it's some fun nickname. It's who he is. He's influenced <laughs> more of this generation. I'm glad you also thought that that was as funny as I did. What is I love, these, I love these fucking guys. Um, uh, uh, of course, dressed to the nines, both 2.0, uh, a pink suit. And an open silver jacket. <laughs> Just like a pack of gum. <laughs> <laughs> he was dressed like a pack of gum. <laughs> oh, that's well, funny. Man, Garcia in the Kangol. <laughs> it's right. oh, so God, good. It's horrible. It's he so good. Horrible. This is so good. Um, Jericho, his look is impeccable, too what what he's done with his hair and like the the sort of the weight that he's at um the 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 Dude, beard he's done it again it's just another great reinvention think yeah. of where he was to how long ago was he a baby face uh being like hey gfy and whatever biker like, jacket oh, yeah sucked. yeah that wasn't was, that long ago it was a biker jacket and like a gang and now it's complete like <laughs> hair metal oh my goodness it's wonderful and man trimmed even trimmed down hagger looking so weird with his skinny ass legs uh all it of them really looking does. looking looking hilarious uh amazing I, I i'm uh i gotta give it up for listen obviously matt lee uh matt menard daddy magic uh we love gotta give it up for angelo as well he, he's he's really come on He's really, come on. he's really come on. He's really come on. It's entertaining. Maybe for you guys. That's entertaining. I see people. That's I feel like this is people want to take the contrarian stance. You, sometimes it's just right there in front. And I'm not, you're not a guy who normally does this, so I'm taking you at your word, of course. Yeah. Uh, I am only saying, I can only speak for myself. There's five guys on that screen. There is one I am watching. It doesn't matter who's talking. Yeah, it doesn't matter course. who's wearing what. He, listen, he's it's not. It's Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Yeah. He's not Daddy Magic, obviously, but Angelo in his role has been outstanding. I can agree with that. Love this act, but you know who doesn't? Eddie Kingston, who busts through a wall, Kool Aid Man style to take a peek. Because they take a peek every promo. Now. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, Eddie Kingston brawls uh, that beats him up out into the arena. Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho brawl to the ring, proud and powerful. Santana and Ortiz close behind. It's 5v3 for the Jericho Appreciation Society against these three. Uh, but the, Eddie Kingston does get the upper hand on Jericho, which I thought was an interesting bit of sort of continuance from their match. It's like, yep, Eddie Kingston still beats Jericho. And commentary very clear to point out that it's the numbers game that's getting uh, the best of these guys. Um, I think there's a great spot to be done at some point in them engaging uh, between Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho, a double KO. They both have a spinning finisher with uh, Eddie's back fist and the Judas effect. Let them hit it on each other as like the climax to a match for a double KO, uh, which will fold into this idea. Oh my gosh, somebody in my Discord said this. I think it might have a good friend, Jake. I apologize if it was not, but I think they might be right. What do you think of this, Zoobs? This is leading to 5v5 blood and guts uh, with uh, them going to find two more guys to join Eddie, Santana, Ortiz. What do you think of that? If it's in your Discord, you can just say it's your idea. I should have, shouldn't I? You Nobody say, cares, You say right? you came up with it, yeah. 
Yeah, hang on. Can we rewind a bit? I was telling everybody in my Discord because I was preaching just my insider information and telling them what's what. Uh, it was me who said it, just to be 100% clear. You're right. What am I giving credit? No, it's only 40 people back there. Who's going to tell? My idea. You're right. Zooms, thank you. Uh, what about Homicide and Hernandez? I come up with as a suggestion. I, I saw, yeah, it wouldn't be the worst. I like those guys. It's just like, oh, the two LAXs. Hernandez is might be the worst, actually, though. I'm not a huge Hernandez guy. How do you, how do you, would you feel about Mox and Brian? Now, now we're talking. You know what? I had, it's funny. I had that sort of, I had an inkling there while this was going on. I was like, it is, it is five on three. Because um, they feel too big, yeah, sort of to outweigh it, but like, Mox and Kingston have a connection, right? And uh, and I think those guys are, we've described it, on a collision course with the Jericho Appreciation Society at some point. Yeah. We know that Blood and Guts is a, a kickoff for a feud, not a blow-off, as uh, the Pinnacle and Inner Circle taught us last year. Uh, I think that could be happening. Wrestlers versus sports entertainers. Yeah. Great idea, Josh. That's Ashley Kutcher. Thank you. It was mine. Yeah. Brain, brain's in the chat for me. You did, I'm thinking of that idea. You've done it again. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, frankly, <laughs> the, frankly, the truth is that it's very easy to do. That's the thing about the good takes. Bring Nick Cage back. Great call, heart note. That that only thing, though, you're going to put Nick Gage in a blood and guts match, but you don't even need the other four. Yeah. Nick Gage is going to go in there and carve a motherfucker up. Like Jericho's going to be like, oh, I'll hit you with this chair. Okay, player. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut your face in half. You know, a match that calls blood in it, you're going to have the, the god of this shit. Rest in peace to his brother, of course. Free 2-6. Eastern Block, hate club. It's MDK all fucking day. Now that's entertainment. <laughs> I'd love that to bring Gage in. But I think Mox and Brian, even though they feel like if you line them up in a 5v5 like Survivor Series style, you'd be like, the face team is so much stronger than Jericho right. Appreciation Society. But they always let Hager look really strong in these moments. And uh, I don't know. I think uh, it could be happening. That is a bit of a that is a bit of a mismatch to bring in Mox and Brian Danielson to take down <laughs> Daddy Magic. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty you, big. You know, that's maybe their biggest TV match of the year, one of them. So, like, you might right. want the stars on the poster there, too. Who knows? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jay, of course, always bringing uh, salient points to this chat. Jay's in the chat saying that faction is made for stadium stampede, though. That's true. Yes, absolutely right. I, I don't remember when Blood and Guts was last year. Maybe the timeline's wrong, but it feels like it must be roughly approaching. But maybe it was it was off because of uh, COVID. Remember, it got canceled the first time because yeah. they couldn't have 10 people uh, uh, because of uh, COVID restrictions. Right. So, yeah, I guess we don't know. Anyway, some sort of collision there would be fun. And this act continues to deeply entertain. How you doing, Zoops? Uh May 5th. You 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 remembering I'm remembering now it was May 5th. You remembered it was May 5th in the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I did. That's right. Everyone was just like, when was it? I said, oh, May 5th, guys. May 5th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If I <laughs> you see people do that online sometimes. They'll be like, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it's this. And it's like, well, it's dead on. And if you were wondering, <laughs> you just Google it and take two seconds yeah. to confirm. Yeah, which you probably did before you sent the message in the first place. I know when I do that reply, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Cargill and Smart Mark Sterling are backstage. They're going to announce 
who the 30th opponent is going to be for Jade in her 30-0 and 0 celebration. Of course, like we pointed out before, she's already planning this celebration post-match. The opponent barely matters. Smart Mark, who I thought was great in this role, uh, acting as a big-time lawyer, not a big-time lawyer, but giving big-time lawyer energy and trying to negotiate for a worse opponent here. Uh, he says, I've got the perfect opponent for 30-0, and 0, the librarian, Leva Bates. And I want to give credit to Leva Bates here because, like, when this pitch hits your ear, it's like, okay, we need, like, a somewhat known name who's just a loser who would be very easy for Jade. Hey, Leva, can you come here? I think it's bold in its own way to be like, hey, yeah, I want to be on TV, do that. And, and you know, maybe gets her a match with Jade where she get in a little offense and, you know, you're going to underlook me in the future. I, I thought that's cool of uh, Leva Bates. But Jade showing some competitive fire oversteps her manager. She says, I need somebody bigger. Well, Mark Sterling says, well, there's only one other option. They didn't explain that. It was down to two people, Leva Bates <laughs> and Marina Shafir, who we just saw video for Zoom. You wouldn't damn well believe it. The I mean, luckily, right? I mean, geez. Luckily. <laughs> yeah, it was, you're right. It was very lucky. Very fortunate. It's a girl that. from earlier, I thought, myself. Yeah. <laughs> nice happenstance that that yeah. occurred. Well, that's just well, that's just well directed by the person in the, in the truck. Be ahead of the game. No like question. So just in case this Levy Bates thing doesn't work out, let's get the Shafir role ready to go. The real heroes, the AEW production team. I'm just kidding. Audio all over the place on tonight's show. Did anyone hear Vicky Guerrero's beginning of the promo? No. I thought commentary was like blaring loud and then like silent at points. Weird, man. They got to get that in order. It's tough. How do you, it's maybe one of the last things New York does better than them. Sound mixing. Let's get that together. Hey, <laughs> yeah. well, they, the, their crowd is mixed in. So it's part well, of it. Yeah. But I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah, I suppose in New York, they just <laughs> set that level to 10. <laughs> press play yeah listen if aw wants to hire these oobs to handle that because lord knows this show sounds like liquid gold entering your ears <laughs> uh, you could hire the zoos i would but he listen as the zoos is advocate he don't come cheap we're talking that's a true. 10 figure salary yeah to even consider that's true that's 10 yeah. and not counting decimals or anything that's per show 10, 10 billion i think that is 10 trillion maybe yeah it's up there is what i'm saying call me yeah uh marina shafir versus jade cargill Huge push for Marina Shafir out the gate. Maybe as a chance to win. Will look good on offense, I think, and get a lot out of Jade. Uh, I think this feels big. Uh, I think really well done. Great place to debut a character. I actually thought Tony Storm was going to be in this spot. So I'm counting, you know, sort of half correct. It happened in the same night. But uh, I, I really liked this. I thought uh, good introducing for Marina and cool to show, like, Mark wants this low thing. But Jade, even being a heel, wants a little better for a 30th win. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways they can go with it. It doesn't have to be a, doesn't have to be a. I mean, it can just be a win. It can be a hard fought loss from Reno. She can, they can, they can, they can weasel their way out of it with a DQ, or they can, they can sort of uh, find a way to to sort of play this off without, yeah, um, you know, both paying off the thirty and uh, giving Marina the the good intro. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways to to dance out of this. So I'm excited to see Marina as as part of the show and sort of see what they present her as and. Um, well, you said it. I'm going to stop you right there, Zooms. You said it. How? What do they present her as? Because this is, you said they need depth. They need top-end people as well. It's not clear where the mid-card and top-of-the-card exactly exist in the AEW women's division right now outside of the champions because, of course, they're default that. This is sort of a setting of the stage from Marina Shafir and Tony Storm. We're only going to take them as you present them, uh, be it the tournament. We'll talk about that, of course, with Tony Storm later. 
or here with Jade. I, you're absolutely right, Zoops. How will they present them? A dead serious shooter on dark is my analysis. Marina Suzuki. Beautiful. Brian Danielson versus Wheeler Yuta's out. I wrote down Yuta Wheeler. I, see, I, the first time I, uh, the first time we, we talked about, it, I thought maybe he was Yuta Wheeler because Yuta Watanabe is a Raptor, so I was used to Yuta being a first name. Oh, I'm right. Is Wheeler Yuta right? Yes. Why did I write this down? This is cr- I'm looking at my notes. <sighs> Yuta Wheeler. What's going what on am here? I thinking? What's, What's going this on idiot? here? Yeah. Rattled. This book is holy, man. There's supposed to be mistakes. This is record. I'm, yeah, I'm that's how the Bible got that. written. It's just a guy writing it down. Watching what was going on and writing it down. You're basically this baby's Bible. Yeah, I, I could have definitely been one of those fellows he was hanging out with. Yeah. They're, they're always going fishing. They got beards. Sound familiar? Yeah. Eating bread. Although, you know, yeah. If he, and yeah, if he's like, hey, I'm taking this water. It's wine. I'm making a bunch of fish. I mean, I know, I know, I know what kind of gathering that sounds like to me. You know what I mean? You you might as well be fishing for me. You want to talk Josh bait? A little wine and fishing suits me just fine. Uh, But Brian Danielson is out. Uh, He gets introduced as the American Dragon. I, I, I'm going to push for this. I love these guys calling the perfect wrestler. William Regal wants it. John Moxley wants it. What about leaving American Dragon for a little bit? The perfect wrestler, Brian Danielson. I want it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty unimpeachable as a, as like a cool nickname. This match breaks out. Probably my match of the night. Main event was really good, too. But I love this Brian Danielson-Wheeler-Yuda match for one reason. Wheeler-Yuda went on offense against Brian Danielson on the ground. You never see this. People reverse him, things of this nature. Wheeler-Yuda was shooting takedowns, going for subs. I think if Brian some real room to like play that he not- normally doesn't. Uh, it, of course, ends with a pile driver into a submission. Um, but I, I thought this was outstanding. Really liked this match. Yeah, and 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 going at him with, with striking. Yeah, I, I loved the I loved it as a follow up, uh, a really strong sort of version of the um, the continued story of Wheeler Yuta. I thought it was a, a really logical step, sort of because the the advice uh, we saw going away the first time was was you know keep going, you're on the right track, sort of. And this yes. is sort of is that logical next that next step is to step into it one on one and and really bring. Uh, absolutely everything and, and answer the call. And I thought he did that. The next time Torque Penderloin is wrong will be the first Zoobs. Tell me you've heard a better idea than this. Tag team of Wheeler, Yuda, and Cash Wheeler. The Wheelers. Yuda and Cash. Dang. You got that. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Desperado. You, you, let, uh, uh, you, let, you let Dax go off to the NWA and wrestle a singles wrestler for a while. And you do the Wheeler boys. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Uh, so weird to me in this match, Zoobs, to hear AW commentary promoting Supercard of Honor this Friday at the same time as Rampage, talking about Brian Danielson was a champion in Ring of Honor, and selling this pay-per-view. This just was not very novel to me. Crazy world. Crazy world. When you oh, get back, world. when you get back Sunday, yeah. yeah, you're watching WrestleMania, you said. Yeah, but I'll watch. I'll watch Supercard first. And say how, night too. I was gonna say how long? Will, in what order will you consume the content that you've missed? Maybe that's a post-show show thing. Yeah, ask me that in the post-show because I have a very specific answer. I'll ask that Inclu- in the post-show, including show. Uh, the great Dan Cazetto. So there we go. Uh, really enjoyed this match. The the crowd chanting for Yuda without Brian having to call for the thumbs up or thumbs down. They know the call. Yuda, Yuda, and like you pointed out, they're definitely more. Um, 
open to the idea of Wheeler Yuta. There, he is earning Brian and William Regal's respect. Yeah. And Zoobs. That leads us into a little thing I like to call the main event. It's time for the main event. Darby Allen versus Andrade El Idolo. And Matty Mack is right. Regal was outstanding on commentary again, as he always is. I loved it. Dar- I think I did like this show more than a five. I did. Yeah. I really liked all these matches. Yeah, I'm going to about my score to a six. There we go. We're both, we're, both, we're both one of sixes. Love it. Hey, our big brother, Nick East from the Zang Zone, subscribe. Subscribe for 18 months. That spit, though. Yeah, huge hork in this match. What? Yes, do that? Huge, feels great. huge spit right in the, old, right in the gob. You ever do that out of your car? <laughs> no, uh, people saying you oh, skip Tony Storm. Yeah, I mean, you did, you did you do a classic page oh flip? Oh my god! Yeah, did I miss a page. Classic Josh page flip. It's classic. It's a classic move. If you just not write it down. Oh, I summit. Yeah, no. Well, I just wrote this down page in the flip. wrong order. Yeah, there's so much more to this show. Yes, I, I feel like we're missing. Uh, yeah, well, we're missing yes. so much of this show. Buckle in. Just to go. Buckle in. You got nothing to know. There's pages to go. We're nowhere near done. Zoops, what were you thinking? <laughs> the chat fucked that up. <laughs> chat, what do you got? <laughs> Adam Cole and Red Dragon are out with their oh, stolen oh, belts. Oh, yeah. Jesus. They have a party supplies box. Uh, they're celebrating them becoming the champions because uh, they stole these belts. I, I remember when they did this with uh, the IC title over in New York. I hated it then. I don't I like it. Now. I don't like it at all, my friend. And How- not in a like, these bad guys are getting my... Gr-. I'm just like, this is just stupid. A thing. It's just stupid like basis for anything. Who would even who would even respond to this? Who cares? Went on for way too long, too. Well, yeah, it's just And like- what happened to... I love Kyle O'Reilly. What happens to Kyle O'Reilly here? Is it it's supposed to be like a... He's doing like comedy where he like forgets his lines and sits down. Yeah, I think that's right. It was very strange. Um, not not for me. That, that kind of it's just like it's no more complicated than this to me. No one thinks that stealing the belt makes you champion, right? Like beating the champion makes you champion. The the belt signifies the title. That's all it is. These guys have just whipped your ass over and over again. Like who? Like what are we? What are you leaving? Yeah. Out? and we How, saw it. Who's letting you out here? Some backroom thing. But uh, he says that Hanger and uh, Jungle Man and Lucha Man are not here. They, they are. are. But they are. So what, like... <laughs> a Stupid. Tesla with horn centers? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, I did think Hangman looked awesome getting out of this car. I don't know if I'm Mr. Tesla, but but I thought Hangman looked awesome getting out of it. Uh, and he's here to kick ass. And he's here to take on these guys to get his belt back. But he's got backup. Uh Jungle Jack and Luchasaurus are with them. Uh, they go and chase off these guys. Cole is left laying. I think this is only worth pointing out because this is understood. People are New York pill. And they, they like to come into our mentions and say, well, no, this person was left laying, so they're going to win the feud. And I go, no, no, AEW has lots of examples of where that doesn't happen. Cole was left laying here tonight. I don't think anybody thinks he's beating Hangman Page next week. I don't think so either. Um, yeah, again, this is funny. I might be talked back down from a six. I didn't like the second. <laughs> yeah, the page we're missing. <laughs> the page we're missing sucked. 
yeah, listen, this is the this is the this is the for all the times that we came out and talk about how much the elite over delivered and in the rain they did this and that. Uh, their brand of like what in the, I count these guys as the elite. The, the like yeah, they, they called themselves that tonight. The, the the, their brand of of what's funny and what I think is funny doesn't match up a lot of the time. I don't uh, think I it's also funny. just or like in moments or like, it can really it can really work. Uh, but they've been forced into this. This Hangman feud's just gone on too long. I'm just ready for this feud to end. Yeah, uh, Hangman already has a win over the guy. I couldn't tell you what this is. Why Hangman's still chasing him around? Well, this week I guess because he stole his belt. Yeah, but, but like, I'm, talking I, about I'm with you. Like, who cares? Why? Why? Why is this even? You got better, you got better things to do. You're champion. The lion doesn't care about the sheep. Yeah, I'm with you. The contenders chase the, sh- the champ. Um, so yeah, I'm just ready for this to end, and not because I don't think it'll be a really good match. I'm sure it will. Uh, but I want Red Dragon tag matches, and I'm ready for Hangman Punk or really just Hangman, not Adam Cole, for a little yep. bit. Yep, I'm with you. I'm sure if I like Jurassic Express more, this segment would be helped too. Like, there's just not a lot here for me I to bite in and chew on. I didn't. I didn't particularly care for it. Did they announce that match for next week? Or did Punk just say it? Yeah, you're right, Eric. I don't think they have actually said it. You're you're right. Tony Schiavone. Is out with Thunder Rosa, who gets a huge reaction here. Uh, she, she said she's not here to be the the biggest name in the AW Women's Division. She's here to be the biggest name in all of women's wrestling. But this is the, the strangest line <laughs> in all of wrestling. I guess maybe it's more realistic. She's like, I'm not going to be a bigger star than Sia Punk or. or uh, <laughs> But it's like you're correct. It's like not in AEW women's division in all of women's wrestling. Like, she's like, going champ, champ. That, that, was, that was where my that's my. I was like, she's gonna go champ, champ is here. Sure. Uh, I liked her line here about how uh, pillars get knocked down, but foundations remain. Um, big reactions. I thought the promo sort of came in and out of quality. Like it was within a promo, was not good and bad, but like good and decent. Like it was not consistent. Felt like some lines stronger than others. What would you think of this? Uh, I thought you know it, it's. I always give I, I give points for doing it in front of the live crowd. Uh, and 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 no doing doubt. it. Yep. Doing it with that interaction and and even if there was some stumbling or some like things that didn't come out exactly how she wanted them, like rolling with it and not letting it like take the steam out of it and and lose any impact. Uh, I'll ask you though. You're as as a one of God's chosen people. A uh, bit of a, you know, a knack for house building. Uh, pillars do get knocked down, but am I mistaken that that foundations basically are are laying down? Basically, is, is what. Yeah, you certainly couldn't say that you <laughs> could knock down a foundation. You're absolutely right. The, so the foundation is sort of sort of laying down, which is sort of the last thing that you want to be doing as champion. Right. Now, now you're picking on poor Thunder. Now, look, <laughs> she, the, the, I don't want to pick she, on her because I thought did, she did. did she work? Did she work construction for summers like myself? I mean, obviously not. She, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, that much is clear. Yeah, but listen. If I could practice singing for forty bucks on Patreon to work <laughs> construction, I would do that too. Anyone uh, want to come up, listen? Maybe I need to switch my Patreon. And just me practicing singing. Maybe that's where the real money. Anyway, is. that's just a jokey uh, nit to pick. I, th- I did think overall uh, a delivering, delivering on that, and sort of not backing down from from Vicky, and not backing down from Nyla, and not backing down basically from anybody. Sort of a take on all comers. Uh, I'm going to be the face and the and the foundation of women's wrestling. I think is a is is a strong statement. Well, and that was ultimately the crux of the promo is that she's furious at Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero for interrupting her championship uh, celebration last week, 
and she wants Nyla. I told you I'm hot on this feud. Uh, I'm I'm into it. I like Nyla Rose in the title in the title picture, and uh, I think she's gonna be a great first uh, opponent. But so more on that in a bit. Next page I missed. <laughs> in order though, you didn't go out of order. You just it, we just missed the two pages. Well, it wasn't even missing. What happened is I wrote Andrade versus Darby at the top of the wrong. I must have missed the page. Well, when they I brought come, my book in here. I, I wrote, think they come out. I think there's like a there's like a package before that because Andrade yeah. does Andrade does show up around that time. It's actually the next thing we're about to talk about, which was what had uh, thrown me off. I had it at the top of the last page. So we get an Andrade Darby video package here, Zoobs. More of this, I say. Um, I like. I thought this was well done. I like it on the same show that it's like, this is what's coming up in a couple minutes. Here's the reason you should care about this match. That isn't otherwise the, especially a feud like this, that doesn't have perfect clairvoyance. Like it's not the most easy to follow. If you had to explain why Darby and Andrade were going at it, it's like, always worked his way through the Hardy family office who kept fucking up his matches. It's like, but they did a good job of sort of showing. I went through butcher. I went through blade. I went through, I, I really liked this package. And I'd like to see more of this on the show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, it already feels like a jam-packed show, and the one thing you don't ever want to get into is you know where Raw gets into, where you're just continually seeing recaps of things that have already happened. Uh, I think there does, there is some room for this sort of the main event storytelling gets the they do this pretty well. Halfway through, they sort of set you up for the main event. So I did think it was well executed and and, and a place they can continue to make ground as they as they do generally. Darby does pretty good, and some of the stuff does pretty well. But I think uh, room to grow on the video production like package and and little individual match selling. I think there's um, some room to grow there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Some room to grow is a good way to say it because it's only. It's only compared with like how they do other stuff, right? Like yeah. other companies don't even promote that as well. So it, it's it's an improvement, not like a huge flaw in the company or something. Yeah. Our first Owen Hart Foundation tournament is up, matches up. Uh, the Jade Cargill baddie section is shown on screen. Do you have any understanding what this is, Oops? I don't. This is the chat? Did I miss something? <laughs> the who's the, ba- who, the baddie? It's a bunch of women, I noticed. Anybody? Baddies? I don't know. But they they, they show them. Uh, But the bunny is out or waiting for her secret first round opponent. And who gets the debut here? But Tony Storm, who I thought came across like an enormous deal on this show. This crowd was well aware. You know, you've heard AJ Styles talk about this a lot, that going into the Rumble at 16, he was like, I was mortified they would have no idea who I was. Like, there was just no way of knowing. He's like, man, you're AJ Styles, and he felt that way. I'm sure that exists for wrestlers. She had no need to if she was. The crowd was well aware of Tony Storm and happy to see her. Uh, what did you think? What do you think of this debut, Zoobs? And where does Tony Storm slot into the division for you? I think some, I think somebody that... Uh... As we talked about earlier, sort of with with the Shafir thing in, in terms of needing wanting to have depth, and you mentioned you want to have top level, you want to sort of have it that defined upper crust. Uh, I think adding depth to that level is really important as well. I think that is uh, really vital to the health and 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 uh, you know well being of the division. And I think, yeah, uh, as you said, I, I think. Uh, was well recognized and undeniably over and and is somebody that I think is immediately really important for them for them to have uh, I just think that connection right away just people knowing who they who she is uh, to start off with is a huge basis and and uh, has somebody that I like the 
the job that was done on commentary to sort of list off some of the accomplishments is in mm -hmm. stardom and some of those other places she's wrestled is like it obviously is very meaningful if she's going to other places and sort of standing out as a star um previously at, at different stops i think it makes it easy to buy into being a really good thing for the top of this division whether it be the top of the tbs title or the top of the uh, aew women's championship i think that she's somebody that you can slot into either one of those spots pretty easily and yep. uh, and have uh, carry a segment of your year i think she's immediately a top three talent in the women's roster she is in that absolute upper echelon i would say if i had to put names to it i'd say thunder her I don't know, Statlander. I don't know, man. They need help. Deeb. Maybe Deeb would be my third. Yeah. Like I love Jade. I'm talking about just like as a as a complete a completed project. I gotcha. Ruby. I don't like Ruby as much as others does do, but I do like her. I think she's good. Yeah. Um if I would have not been watching the Riot Squad, I probably would be better off with Ruby now. <laughs> yeah, probably. I was <laughs> still watching Raw at that point. That's you know? not that's that's no fun. Um, what do you think of this match, uh, Bunny and Tony Storm here? Good debut. I yeah, good debut. I like I like Bunny as the pointing out in the chat, sort of the gatekeeper of the of the wins division, the the person you come in and face. Uh, I think she's good in that spot. I do think uh, she's Tony Storm exudes that sort of bigger energy than than obviously her actual size and the actual like. I think she totally. does she does transcend a little bit and 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 play up and 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 play like a star. So. Um, I thought a great intro. I thought she threw a, basically everything she had at her, and, and you see sort of the, the complete uh, charismatic package and all the all the ability and all the skill and all the power. And uh, I think uh, an impressive, an impressive, impressive showing. I think it worked. I, I get the too bad about the pile, the pile driver, but so it goes. I thought Tony Storm's selling was actually awesome in this match. The sell on the super kick made it look like a million bucks, and getting ragdolled all over. I, I didn't like this match as much as you guys, though. I thought, like, all the chain wrestling in the middle with the, the linking arms and sliding back stuff, it just hadn't worked enough together to be to be doing that stuff. I thought it looked really slow and, and cooperative. But I'm a little sensitive to that stuff, and we had just seen Brian Danielson and uh, Wheeler Yuta. I thought it was good. I loved the, the Storm Zero pile driver to finish it. I'm very curious to see her go with a more high-end opponent than uh, the Bunny, though. Uh, not that Bunny's horrible or anything. I just, I don't think I like her as much as you were the chat. I, I think there's, if the S tier, like Eric's pointing out, is Britt, Rosa, and Tony, I think the gap down to Bunny, just purely in ring, is is pretty far from those three. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, uh, she feels huge, like a huge deal. Everyone's calling for Tony and Jamie Hayter. I feel it. That That's the, to me, that'd be a very fun final for this tournament. But if not, uh, definitely got to see it at some point. Yeah, very cool. There's more Jamie Hader in general, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. I think that's a, think that's a great call. That'd be, that, sign me up for that finals. I'm in. Great, great pick. See, Suppa pointing out, it won't be long before we add Tony Storm to the list of how the hell did New York not figure out this wrestler? Yeah. I'm excited to see is it. Mox, is Mox still the leader in that room? Yeah. Well, he Mox. wasn't cut, so I guess it's different. Still. Um, still. Uh, the gap between John Moxley and Dean Ambrose exists. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because a lot of people who know her work better than I do are very excited, and I, I generally yeah. that's a good sign for me. There's some misfires, but generally that's been a pretty good 
that's been pretty good. I promise it out the gate, and we're getting to it in the end here. The third of three keep it or kick it's tonight is up here, Zoobs. Everybody knows the rules. I'll get right into it. Tony Storm made quite a splash on the scene tonight coming across as both a big star and an in-ring talent for the company. It's tough to tell off of one performance, but I felt this way and wanted to see where these Zoobs and the Brainiacs in the chat are on this. So, Zoobs, keep it or kick it. Tony Storm winning the inaugural Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament. Right to the top. Right to the top. Presentation, Zoobs. You were talking about it. Yep. That's a good one. I, I think Eileen Keep. I think Eileen Keep. I think she's somebody that you... Uh, it does. I don't think it's doing a disservice to the rest of your division to have her come in and win. I don't. I really don't think there's. I don't think that says anything negative about about the division. I think that's says more about the, the size of star that you're acquiring. I'm gonna machine gun through these zoos. Dennis well, Sturdy work with a keep. Eric Hartman with a keep. Good friend Jake with a keep. C Suppa with a keep. Maddie Mack with a keep. Basha Kutcher with a keep. Zhang Zone with a kick. No clue what this is with the keep. Cadenza with a keep. Kev Sell with a keep. Torque, Penderloin with a keep. So it was maybe my worst keep it or kick it in months. Tough. A lot of well, people people were in a generous mood with her. She just showed up. Just... Maybe they didn't consider that this means none of the other people you like can win. I they know. all are gonna lose at some point in this turn. Yeah. Tough people, you know, people fickle, fickle fans. What can you say? Right? People feel they get this yeah. shiny shiny new toy. She should win everything. Yeah. No, no one should ever lose on this show, people say. Zoom, are you a fickle guy? Probably. I, I I can say I can say that I'm not, but I'm sure I probably am. <laughs> nah, no, no way. Cadenza correctly pointing out that's the sick nick kick. That is a sick nick kick. Yeah, that is a sick nick kick. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero are promoing here. Could you hear not, uh, Vicky what she was saying in the beginning? No, this did not sound correct. This did not sound good, and not in the way that you know. It, literally, the audio was not good. Yeah, I felt like once the audio kicked in and it passed over to Nyla, I liked this quite a bit. I refuse to be a footnote in this industry, she puts. I don't know um, that Nyla needs Vicky to do the promos. I know that she gets the excuse me out of the way and is and gets that heat, but like Nyla's Nyla's holding her own. She holds her own here better than better than Vicky needs to do for her. While admitting you're right, like I think that, that what you're saying is true. I think if you are Nyla Rose, whose function in this company is you're going to get five minutes on TV to be the heat up feud for the champion's first defense, and you need to be like a believable heel in basically no TV time. Vicky Guerrero is like an incredible tool for her functionality. Not that she couldn't do it alone, uh, but I think Nikki adds to her function in that exact role. Now, one day, if they're going to give her more TV time and explode her, she can put Vicky through a table or something. Uh, but I think for the role she's in right now, Vicky is uh, very utilitarian. There you go. Beautifully. Beautifully swung back. But I did I did like Nyla's promo here. Much better than Vicky's, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, if she, got a chance to, she, if she gets a chance to go on it, she can deliver. She's shown that a couple times. More than once. Ashton Kutcher, a long-term listener to me, knows that the answer to people like saying Nyla doesn't need her is Punk and Heyman. Sometimes two great people is a good man. And, and people forget Bobby the Brain Heenan. So look at who he managed. Everybody's a talker. He liked the back and forth. I like the back and forth. That's what the Zoobs, that's what these Zoobs and I have. <laughs> you don't want me on here just selling you on the Zoobs or vice versa. Yeah. You want wants the that. back? Nobody wants that. And the fourth. And the sword? And the shield. That's See? how it goes. Yeah, baby. that's the banter. It's just that easy. 
classic. <laughs> yeah, that's the banter. <laughs> the sing-along, like, very obvious sentence. Yeah. <laughs> two and two is? Four. Now that's it's, banter. That's a good show. No wonder people yeah, like people it. People are probably loving this. You want to throw one my way? Uh, I'm blank. Peanut butter and? Jam. Boom. All right. This is great. Now this is chemistry. This is a good show. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> just Let's just keep doing this. Now it's made event time. Andrade El Idolo taking on Darby Allen. A tremendously violent start here with an even pre-bell. I mean, this match goes, what, five, six, seven, maybe longer minutes pre-bell of largely Andrade beating the fuck out of Darby Allen. I don't know what else you would call this. Like, it's crazy how much offense he gives Darby <laughs> Allen before the match starts here. Yeah. I think we all love Bret Hart around here. I think Bret Hart would be like, what are you doing, kid? Like, the match hasn't started. That's more damage than I, I would think in a year. <laughs> yeah. Darby's never – Darby takes – like, it's it's crazy. Sometimes if we take for granted, I think we don't see him for extended periods. And he then he comes out – this was sort of evocative to me of the run where he had with the TNT title where he was the sort of main event in the show week in and week out and having – and, like, you're like, man, this guy is – really at a hundred the whole way he does that basically every time he steps in the ring i think we can t almost take for granted sometimes i think we do there's no question but it does also show you the value of just being over right like jeff hardy does that swanton bomb through the table onto two guys i'm not gonna say it's a viral moment but it's something aw is presenting as like highlight after highlight look this thing happened like darby allen does three things in this match that are bigger bumps than that yeah. Uh, they're just not as cinematic. Uh, they're not set up as well, and it isn't something that triggers a nostalgia trigger like uh, like Jeff Hardy doing a swanton bomb. But wow, does Darby ever take a lot at the beginning of this match? This match incredibly vicious. I loved the finish. I love these guys' chemistry together. Darby Allen does pick up the – or sorry, rather, Andrade does pick up the win. Yes, indeed. Uh, and I thought – nice. A, a nice statement win for Andrade. We, we – of all the complaints we've ever had about him, it's never it's never been, oh, he wrestles too much. That certainly hasn't been the issue. It's been getting sure bogged not. down in a bunch of stuff that doesn't really don't really know what it's serving. Uh, him coming out and getting a strong win against a legit opponent in a main event match is all I ever wanted. This is all we ever wanted out of this. So uh, I'm smiling on the face here for that. Andrade, TNT, champion. He said it. That's what it, I want. He said it, folks. Butch looking hot, says Zang Zone. Yeah, Butcher leaping off the screen every week, man. Uh, Matty Mack, the mod around the place, and this is a good time to remind people, this is a sexism, homophobia, transphobia, racism-free chat. If you say anything approaching that line, Matty Mack will chop your head off. He is the axe of the network along with the sword and the shield. If you're thinking, oh, this might be funny, it won't be. Anything even approaching that line? IP banned. You can never, you can never come here again. It's not even like you could, you know. The, you want the zooms to laugh at one of your jokes? You have removed yourself from that experience. I, of course, would never laugh at one of your jokes <laughs> That's because good. they're they're bad. They're bad. No, jokes. I get you. Hey, I, get I you. am late due to fantasy Zooms draft. Not, for the but no, hello, heroes. Not. No, Huge said something for nine months. Said, hey, I was late due to fantasy draft. But hello, heroes. Thank you, McVanderhuge, for joining. Thanks, McVanderhuge. Hope the the what is it? Is it a baseball draft? Hockey I, draft? I would, I would assume it would be a baseball draft at this point this point of the year i hope that any any uh, hot tips anything you hope for mcvander huge of course you can hear the zoobs talk about baseball every week on less than jays uh it's soaring it's all over my twitter timeline i feel like there was the the, the two guys at the oscars and less than jays that was all all the guy could read about on twitter this week uh for better or for worse 
But uh, Zubzi, did you talk about do you talk about any fantasy stuff on Less Than Jays, or is there anything you'd like to get in a draft this year? I haven't played fantasy baseball in, in, in over ten years, so I don't. Because you've become obsessed. I I I've, I've always been like I'm already watching baseball and listening about baseball and thinking about baseball all the time. I don't really need right. It doesn't it doesn't like fill any free time with baseball. It's sort of it's just shuffling stuff around. So I wish you wish like me with Adidas. I wish him best of luck. That's a nice. That's a nice I'm thing. Like you with Adidas. I'm like you with Adidas. Yeah, all day I think about shoes. Ah, uh, this guy. All day I dream about shoes. I suppose. Um, Zoom's also great on the parlay. That's true. I love those little videos. Oh, thank you. Zoom's giving out gambling picks. I love it. It's fun. Having a good time. Of course. And we're gonna get to merch match. If you want to head on over to my Patreon, Wrestling Brain Radio One is up. One hour of uninterrupted wrestling themes mixed and selected by yours truly. Some rave reviews coming in, but of course, the real sell. $5 gets you past that paywall and into the Discord. You get the back catalog of all the Wrestling Brain episodes into the Discord where the best wrestling content is taking place. And if you haven't listened to ECW Month, if you haven't listened to the Stu Hart Awards, if you haven't listened to the plethora of content back there, it is there. And a very fun uh, batch of content coming up. I'm not going to say yet, but coming up around the corner as well. Awesome. So uh, check those out. Awesome. Zoops, were you talked up at all from your original score? I think up and then back down. I think I'm, I think five and a half, maybe. I think so. I think that's where I was before. So like I'm, I think I'm back there again. No, I'll, there's a, there's I'll a say lot I was of, brought up to five and a half. There was a I'll lot of there was a lot of good wrestling though. Now that I think about it, the Mox match, the the Danielson match, the FTR match, the Punk match, main event. I didn't, I didn't I think didn't, that was part of it. I didn't like the punk match. I didn't think it was an especially good promo show. I don't remember any especially good. There was some fired up stuff, but the punk one was good. It felt like most of the promo stuff went on too long. I thought the Jericho Appreciation Society went on a little too long, and I thought I did nothing. I had no time for the Cole, whatever the hell happened in that Cole segment. So, yeah, a five and a half. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with to it, and that is it for the Wrestling Brain Podcast. Thank you so much, Nasty Cassidy. Thank you so much. VOD Nation, you are sticking around with us and the Brainiacs here live at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. We are about to play Merch Madness. It's the final four, and then we're going to do the finals. That is uh, what you get when you're here live or when you're a sub at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. But uh, until then, next week, that is Nasty Casties. Love and energy.